Hello. Good day. It's my birthday today. It's 420. It's my birthday. And I'm still making content because that's how much I care. That's how much I care about you, the people. Now, I will do less rambling at the beginning of the episodes, okay? If there's a point. Listen, some people like the rambling. And so there will be episodes that will be rambling episodes. They will be labeled as such. Today is a philosophy episode. So there will be minimal rambling at the beginning. No rambling. I'm just going to do some updates and then we'll get right into it. So what were the updates? I already found the next project. Self-reliance is probably going to take a lot of episodes, to be honest with you. Maybe like 7 to 10 episodes. They'll, they'll be around 20 minutes each, you know, nothing crazy. No two-hour episodes or anything like that. No big time investment. Just getting to the points. The big, the big shit. But the thing is, I mean, the first two pages, they're just chock full of good shit. So we got to get to that. I mean, it's important. I don't want to skip anything important. And I want to figure these things out. As I go with you, like I've said before, I already found our new project. It's going to be something, it's going to be an essay by Henry David Thoreau. We're really into the transcendentalists right now. Well, I am, and I guess by proxy you are through this podcast if you're listening. You're also into transcendentalism. And um, so he has an essay called, um, what is it called? Life Without Principle. Or principles. Life without something. Principle or principles. And it's great. Yo, you're going to love it. I'm telling you, there's some real shit. These guys are just like real shit machines. You know? They're not like real shit machines. They're like real shit machines. You understand the difference? They're just... It's nothing but real shit. It's great. I really love it. So, let me get right into it. Now, I do want to say one thing from last episode that... I kind of maybe made it seem the wrong way, like, I made it seem like maybe you're not supposed to, like, listen to people at all. When I listened back to it, I kind of, I kind of cleared it up a little bit, but there was still, I was like, eh, that's not very clear. Like, you, you should still, I don't think that Ralph Waldo Emerson was saying, like, don't learn and don't, like, read great books and things like that. And don't learn from other people and great people before you. You should. It's just that you should make it your own. That's that's the whole big point. You know, don't just become a mirror of someone who you really idolize. We're going to get into it right here in the, in the next section. It really focuses on it. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. It's really cool. But th- this is the um, basically the analogy that I thought of to make this more clear. It's like, oh, and wait till we get to what Henry David Thoreau says about being all up up to date on the news and politics. You're going to fucking love it. I mean, I know I love it. I was like, this is so right. Basically, like, don't is what he's saying. Don't get so wrapped up in that stuff. But let's say you're someone who really likes the news, right? I'm sure there's a lot of these people right now. As you guys know, they're all over the place. They're very into the news, you know, all the time. News, news, news. They're always watching CNN and Fox and whatever. And then they're they're tweeting things and Facebooking things. There's there's different types of people, but but one in particular, I guess they they're like the article person. Um everyone knows one of these people and all they do is share articles, right? They don't offer their own interpretation of the words within the article. They might not even read the article, but they just share the article. If they do read the article, 
All they do when you talk to them are say things that they heard in the article. All they ever end up doing is saying things that they heard or things that they read. They never think for themselves. They never create their own interpretations of what's going on or their own opinions. They're just like, they're just like mirrors or what, what would be the, what would be a better, I don't know. They just regurgitate what they take in. They read an article and then they throw it up all over you. And it's like, okay, I want to hear what you think about it though. What do you think? Not, you know, that New York Times um, journalist. I want to hear what you have to think. Because it, again, it's like it's it's okay to to be influenced by people. That's going to happen. Like you consume media, what what you consume, it becomes a reflection of the way you think. That's just what happens naturally. But then trying to make it good stuff, don't just make it a bunch of New York Times articles all the time, or a bunch of it's. I mean, it goes for everything. Don't don't make it a bunch of the Kardashians. You know why would you do that? What a what an absolute waste of your time. Can you indulge in it a little bit? Yes. You know, my vice is definitely video games. That's where a lot of my time gets wasted. But yeah, I've been slowly trying to just chip away at it. Going from a place where in the past I would spend easily, you know, like five, six hours in a day playing video games. Wasted time. Time that could have been spent on comedy or learning or working out. Just bettering myself. Sorry, I had to pause for a minute. But, like, again, if you watch, like, you get home from work, you had a long day, it's it's Wednesday, it's the middle of the week, you're going to watch some Kardashians, that's fine, man. You don't have to be a robot. That's okay. But if it's like you're coming home every day from work and you're watching four hours of Netflix, I mean, I guess that's okay, too. No one's going to tell you to stop doing that, but... Don't get mad when you're not succeeding the way that you want to. How could you possibly get mad? You have so much more control. Just stop watching so much Netflix. But I, I forgot. I guess I, I digressed. But basically I was calling them like, don't become an article spewer. You know, don't be someone who just create your own thoughts, your own interpretations. Speak for yourself. And don't just be... I don't know. Don't just be like a vessel for other people's words, I guess, even though that's kind of what I'm doing for Emerson. But even still, I'm giving you my own interpretations, creating my own analogies here. And I'm still in this learning process of life. It's my 26th birthday today. You know, I'm 26. I'm a youngin. I'm a youngster. So I still want to absorb a lot over the next few years before I start. I don't I don't feel like I have the authority to Oh, maybe, maybe, how do I want to say this? I still want to absorb a lot during this time of my life so that I can formulate better ideas and opinions and perspectives in my 30s and my 40s and so on. But I do want to always continue to learn. That's why I do this. That's why I read these philosophers and stuff. So let's get into it. Let's begin. You ready for this? It's good. You're going to like it. There is a time in every man's education where he arrives at the conviction that envy is ignorance, that imitation is suicide, that he must take himself for better, for worse, as his portion. 
Okay, let's go through that because that's big. Okay, there's a time in every man's education where he arrives at the conviction that envy is ignorance. Now, here's the thing. Here's what that means. Envy. What does envy mean? Everyone knows what envy means. You want to be someone. Jealousy is when you want to take what someone has. So it's not jealousy, but envy is like you look up to someone and you want what they have. It could be money or power or, or whatever their position is. Whatever the case may be. So when you envy, this is what he's saying. If you're envious, if you're envious of another person, if you want to be them, if you're like, I want to be Britney Spears or I want to be Beyonce, then you're actually ignoring what your true potential is. Because your true potential is to become you, but better. There, there's something that is uniquely you. It's just you. Only you bring that to the table in the world. You're the only one. And when you envy people and you try to make yourself in their image, what you're doing is being ignorant of who you actually could be. And it, it, it would be like just by virtue of it being uniquely you, that's, that makes it ideal. Not ideal. I hate that word. But that makes it that makes it real. I mean, that's the real you. And that what would make you more proud and bring more content and, and fulfillment to your life than if you were you, if you did you, if you did you and it worked, how fucking cool would that be? You know, like you really did you and you you carved out your own path and you did that shit on your own and it worked. How fucking baller would that be, dude? How baller would that shit be? That would be fucking dope, right? Wouldn't that be sick? If you're like, you know, you'd feel like it's Frank Sinatra. You did it. You did it your way, okay? And it worked. That shit is baller as fuck. Now listen to the next line. At the same, at the same, you know, and the same thought process here. That envy is ignorance, right? That imitation is suicide. Well, that's big time. Here's a comedy analogy. You know how comedians will go on stage? The comedians will know what I'm talking about, but even other people. Let's say you got a guy. He starts doing comedy. He loves Sebastian Maniscalco. And he goes on stage and he does his best impression, basically, of Sebastian Maniscalco. He wrote his own jokes, but everything else is the same. I've seen a lot of comedians do it with Sebastian. It's Italian guys. It's like older Italian guys. They want to be Sebastian. I've seen it with like young black guys want to be Kevin Hart. So they go up and do the Kevin Hart thing. Whatever the case may be. I mean, that's something that a lot of young comics do. And I did it myself because I was really into like Anthony Jeselnik. And I was doing an impression of Anthony Jeselnik. And it is something that you get over. But some people persist with the imitation. And so what Ralph is saying here, that imitation is suicide, that you actually, that, that potential that could be you, that could be you killing it, doing your thing. Well, when you imitate and when you do an impression of someone that you look up to or or whatever the case may be, you've killed that. Like that person that would have existed, that is uniquely you. You've killed that person. That person will now never exist. You've committed suicide, essentially. And you'll become the the best, you know, like, 
to to the to the extent that you're capable of, you'll become like a carbon copy of whoever it is you look up to. So what's the point of that? You're just becoming you're never gonna be Sebastian Menescalco. Never. Because he's him. And you're not. You could become a, like a worse version of Sebastian, sure, and you maybe you'll find some success there. But you'll always know that it's not you. You'll always know that you're ripping someone off. And you could try to run from that and like bury that deep in your in your soul or whatever, but it's always there. It'll always linger and you'll always know. So don't do that. Okay? Don't do that, Bucko. Now let's continue here. That he must take himself for better, for worse, as his portion. That's that's self-explanatory. That though the wide universe is full of good, no kernel of nourishing corn can come to him but through his toil bestowed on that plot of ground which is given to him to till. This one I, I was having trouble understanding this line. Let's read it again. That though that though the wide universe is full of good, no kernel of nourishing corn can come to him but through his toil bestowed on that plot of ground which is given to him to till. Okay, so it's like your life. That's your plot. That's your plot of ground. And I don't know, kernel of nourishing corn. No one can just give you something. Maybe the kernel of nourishing corn is what he, he, maybe he's trying to say that that's like fulfillment in life. Someone can't give it to you. It won't be real. You need to grow it yourself. So you have this plot of land or your life. You have this opportunity to grow something that is your own, that will nourish you. It will be nourishing to you. I don't want to waste too much time on the lines when I might not know exactly what he's saying. And I'll try to take them out. I'm going to get better at this. I, I I told you guys. Like, see, I didn't ramble at the beginning, right? That's a little better. But I'll try to, you know, cut down. I don't want to read the whole fucking book to you. I mean, it's not a book. It's an essay. But I don't want to read every line. We'll just take the important ones. But it's just like, like I said, we're at the beginning. And it's like the attention grab. The first few paragraphs, there's a lot there. So let's move on from that, from that line. But that's what I think he means. That you can't be given like direction and meaning in life you have to like grow it yourself you have to make it yourself or else it, it's not it won't be nourishing to you like it won't it won't actually fulfill you okay let's continue the power which resides in him is new in nature and none but he knows that Okay, okay. And none but he knows what that is, which he can do, nor does he know until he has tried. That's pretty self-explanatory. That one doesn't require a lot of explaining. The power which resides in him is new in nature, and none but he knows what that is, which he can do, nor does he know until he has tried. So... It doesn't, like, the power within you to be great 
doesn't exist until you try. I mean, like it exists in theory. It exists as potential. It's like potential energy. It exists. But you have to try. The world won't know about it until you try. And you won't even know about it until you try. And it might require a lot of trial and error. I feel kind of lucky that I found comedy when I was like 15 that I really got into it. And I knew I was like, as young as like 16 or 17, I was like, that's what I'm going to do. That's going to be my life's passion. So I feel lucky that I I got that. And and people get that with music. And they know when they're like 11 years old, like I'm always going to play guitar. Sometimes it fizzles out, but sometimes they... They stick with them. They become great musicians. And that's awesome. For some people, it's like they're not as lucky. They don't just stumble upon their passion. And it might require it might require trial and error. So you might have to keep trying. But isn't it the most worthwhile thing to figure out what the fuck it is? That seems like the most worthwhile thing to try hard for. To figure out the thing that would make you, like, not just money, but actually feeling good about yourself every day and looking forward to each day not just looking forward to friday gary v always talks about that like if your whole life is based around looking forward to friday enjoying yourself on the weekend engaging in all your vices drinking and smoking and watching the kardashians and then being miserable as you go back to monday and it's just this never-ending cycle we have to break the cycle we have to get out of the cycle so if, if it requires you to figure out what the cycle breaker will be, that would be the best possible use of your energy, wouldn't it? For you to figure out that thing, whatever the fuck it is. Maybe you want to make a product. It does, Whatever. Maybe you want to be a fucking, I don't know, maybe you want to conduct tests and be a scientist. But you got to figure it out, dude. You got to figure it out. Don't get caught in the trap. And then you retire at 65 and you'll be like, God damn, I didn't even live. And now I'm old. Let's not do that. We're still young. Even if you're listening and you're old. Like, fuck it. (laughs) Why not, man? Just give it a shot. I assume most of the people listening to this are young, though. So we got this, all right? I think that that... I do want to do... I want to do one more line just because at this rate, we're never going to get done with this fucking thing. So I'll get one more more line in here, explain, and and then I'll be out of here. Um... So, uh, this one, I'm in a different headspace. The the last episode, I felt a little more energized and silly and in my more comedic mode. And right now I feel like more in a, I don't know, not as silly mode. It's a little different. I wasn't going to record the podcast, but I was like, you know what? Just do it. Let's just do this. I want to make the, I want to produce every day. I want to make something every day. So this, this will be the last line. And then, and then, and then that, that's it. Okay. This one also won't require a lot of explaining, I don't think. Um, we but half express ourselves and are ashamed of that divine idea which each of us represents. It may be safely entrusted, sorry, It may be safely trusted as proportionate and of good issues, so it be faithfully imparted. But God will not have his work made manifest by cowards. How about that? This is what I think now that I read that again, because when I first heard that, I thought something different. 
But this is what I think. We half express ourselves and are ashamed of that divine idea which each of us represents. So he's not saying divine as in like religious. He's saying divine as in like there's something divine about the fact that you are you and no one else's. You can call that whatever you want. He says divine, but I think you can use any word. But there's something really amazing about that. But we half express ourselves, he says. We half express ourselves and are ashamed of that divine idea. So sometimes like we, we you think things that, that are so you or, or you want to behave. My sister sometimes is like so weird. She just acts so weird when we're at home. But then sometimes when we're out, well, she's actually pretty good at it. But think about if someone you know that when you're with them and they're being vulnerable and they're really being themselves and they're having fun, but then they go out in the world and maybe they're at a party or they're at the store and, and then they're, they're not expressing themselves. So they're like half expressing what makes them themselves. Is that, does that make sense? So at times they shun it. No, no, but you should embrace that. And you know what? The thing is, it takes courage in order to embrace the thing or, or the collection of things, all the things that make you, you, some are good, some are bad, but in order to embrace that and really take that to the world and really be fucking you, that requires some courage. Because as I said in the last episode, maybe some of your opinions, like some people find them offensive or some people will think you're crazy or some, but, but it requires courage to, to just, in spite of all those people, I guess the modern version of those people would be haters or, or whatever the case may be. But in spite of all those people who don't, who want you to fail or don't understand you, in spite of all those people, you will still express yourself fully and still be the real version of you, your true self. That's the only way, again, like he's not, he doesn't mean God is a religious way. He's saying God will not have his work made manifest by cowards. He's saying you'll never be that divine great being if you're, if you're a coward. Because if you're a coward, you'll never fully, truly express the greatness that's stored within you. You understand? You will never do that. You'll never fully do it because you're afraid of what people may think of you, or you're afraid of failing. It could be a lot of things. But bottom line is, you're a coward. But you don't have to be. You can stop it. Because God will only reward you. And it's like, whatever you want to say, God, like, I like saying the universe. But the universe will only reward you if you do take risks. And you have the courage to be your true self, man. Oh my God. I love it. I really love it. So I'm glad that was a good note to end on. Definitely. Um, we will continue with, with, uh, self-reliance. I'll try to even write out a, a little bit more, you know, some more, more analogies and things like that to try to get the ideas, make them more clear, make them my own and, uh, just try to communicate it better and get a better idea of it myself. But like I said, we're we're all works in progress here. We're all going to make mistakes repeatedly, but we get up, we brush the dust off, and we continue moving forward on the path to greatness.
because we're great. Right? Right, buckos? So, uh, I have some, some more episodes um, this week. I pretty much do one of these philosophy ones, like basically once a day, because I want to learn something every day. And so, I'll share with you what I learn every day. And so, you can learn with me every day. Because I want to do that till I die. I want to learn something new every day until I die. And stories always in the works. I think Steve's got two right now that he's working on. So those will be coming out. I wanted to say one thing. This is a quick announcement just at the end here if anyone's still listening. Uh, I do want this to be an interactive experience for you guys. So if you listen to one of my stories and it's like a to be continued or if you listen to a philosophy episode or anything else that I do, I mean, I might, like I said, it's a variety show. I should throw in some more random stuff and I'll, I'll be thinking about that. Um, but if you hear something, maybe I got a to be continued story and you're like, oh, this is what I want to hear happen. Then email, go email me. I'm, I made an email for this. It's storytimewithdave at gmail. No spaces or anything. Email that email account, that Gmail, and let me know what you think should happen. I mean, you, you can give me a whole story if you want, but you can just give me one sentence. Be like, oh, I want this to happen. I'll write it. I will. I'll do it. I'll make the story. I'll make that happen. If it's one of the philosophy episodes and you're like, I didn't really understand this part or, or what do you think about that or whatever, just email that email and let me know and I will, I'll do that. So... That would be fun, right? Because we're a team, remember? You guys remember that? I was telling you that? We're a team. We work together. We succeed together. And uh, thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.